Shas Illuminated presents the following shira by Rabbi Chaim Helowitz. Meseches Moed Koton has been dedicated Le'iloi Nishmas, Peril Bas Reb Yehoshua Heshel HaKohen. Moed Koton, Daf Yutes. The Mishnah at the bottom of Daf Yudchesim Beis, which is the last Mishnah in the Mesechta that um, deals with Molechas Cholamoid explicitly, contains an inordinately high number of Chidushim and Yesodos that we uh, see in Hilchas Cholamoid. It talks about a chidushim uh, relating to the possibility of doing a davar aved without a shinui. It discusses the halachas, the heter, and the iser of taking money for doing halachas and The Mishnah is mechadesh, the possibility of dvar mitzvah being a matir for doing halachas and cholamoid. And as well, many of the isodos of what constitutes a shinui for ma'isa um, uman and halachas uh, cholamoid are learned by the Rishonim out from the Malacha of Ksiva, as Tosis at the top of Dafyutes discusses. We'll try to focus and touch on a few of the Isodos and Chidushim that arise from our Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Ein magin os achas afilu b'sefer Ezra, or according to some Gersos, afilu b'sefer Azara. There's an Isra to be magia, to correct even a single letter in a Sefer Torah, that has a mistake. The Sefer Emek Bracha deduces from this halacha of our Mishnah a very important yisod in the entire concept of the whole Isra Malacha that we have on Chalamayid. He brings from the Gemara Nabezim Abez that says, Bishlam Amoid Mishum Tirchahu, that the, simply reading the Gemara saying the yisod of the, the Isra Malacha on Chalamayid is because of Tircha. The Rabbanon didn't want that people should be too involved and too engrossed in doing malacha that would be matriach them from, uh, uh, and, de- and detract from the Simchas Yom Tov. So if that's the case, asks the Emek Bracha to simply correct one os that is a mistake in the Sefer Torah would, on the face of things, not involve the law of Tircha. There's no uh, Torah involved in such a malacha. Simkain, why then is it usher for a person to undertake this malacha to be magia the Sefer Torah for even os achas? So the Emek Brachas Miyaseid, based on this Kasha, the Tzarech Lomar, the Mikomokam Hare Malachas Haksiva, He Malachas Torach. Al Kain, Afshayna Osa Elamaat Aser, the Gamza Nichla Begeder Malacha. In other words, that as a totality, the Malacha of Ksiva is something that involves a lot of Tircha. Something that does entail being engrossed and distracted from Simchas Yom Tov. See, even though the quantity that the person undertakes to do the ksifa when he's simply be magia, the osachas and the sefer Torah, would not pose any problem of tircha at all. He could do it within a matter of seconds, perhaps. But because the molacha of ksifa as a whole does involve tircha, chazal asr this as well under the, the rubric of molachas cholamoid. And the emek bracha applies this idea to other molachas as well. He gives the example of molachas uh, harisha as well, that it says in the postkin that one may not rip out grass from the Besak forest. It was the minig after a kvura to um, take out grass from the Makam HaKever, Makam Besak forest. And the poskim say that one is not permitted to do so in Cholamoid. And the Emek Bracha asks there as well, what's the tircha involved in simply rip, ripping out a piece of grass? And he says again, because since the Molochah involved of Tlishas Asavim is Melechas Charisha, Melechas Charisha in general involves a tremendous amount of tircha. So therefore in any quantity, even the smallest amount of Melechas Charisha that we find, the Rabbonin also included that in the Isser of Melechas Cholamoid. However, it might be that there's no Hechrich 
for the Chiddush of the Emek Bracha to be uh, of the categories in Malachas Torah, it could be that, uh, no, that even uh, uh, the Haggah of a single oath, the Ksiba of a single oath, the Sefer Torah, also involves Tircha. And that is even though, obviously, it's not a lot of physical exertion that uh, is uh, required to make the, the Tikkun of the Haggah of the Oath, but there's a different uh, quality of the Tircha which is involved. And this is a, a mental Tircha that since... Um, it's a precision job. It requires concentration that the sofer, whoever's doing the Haggah, um, focus on what he's doing and um, bring a lot of mental concentration to his task. So that can also be considered tircha. And we find a riot to this idea, the Yosef quotes from the Tshuva Sarosh and the end of Simon Lamatas, that he writes that when someone is doing prakmatria, when someone is buying merchandise on Cholamoid, so even though the etzim Maisa is not a lot of physical activity, it's not a lot of physical tircha, there's still Torah, and the Rosh that writes, Yesh Torah Gadol, Beshivoy Hadiktuk Shalmekach, Mitoch Tirdoso, Yimna Mesimchas Yomtev. That there is tircha, which is demanded of the person to concentrate on his task and decide what's Kadai for him to buy, what's a good price, what's overpriced, what's the right amount that he wants, all the cheshbonas he needs to make, that's a lot of tircha. So we see in the rush that mental strain, something which is a demanding mental task, can be considered tircha, even though physically very little exertion is necessary. And the same might be true as well for the ksiva, that writing the uh, os, even though, obviously, as we said, the sing- writing a single os, as Amik Bracha noted, doesn't uh, demand a lot of physical uh, tircha, because it's a precision task, that uh, demands concentration, it might also go under the category of tircha. We also might add that we find there's a speci- special chumrah, some of the Rishona mentioned in Malachas Ksiva, that we find that almost no other uh, malacha. And that is the chumrah that we know that normally Malachas Cholamoid have a heter, if they're done at Surah Hamoid, so long as one does not do a Maisa Uman to uh, undertake and carry out the malacha, to do um, a Maisa Hedrid's mutter. And yet, Malachas Ksiva seems not, at least the Minig, it seems not to share in this Kula. And we find a reference to this already made in the Sefer Achinuch. Sefer Achinuch writes as follows, V'sha'alti Pimori, I asked my Rebbe, and depending on the identity of a Sefer Achinuch, this is either the, either the Ramban or the Rashba. In Nomar came Ksiva, Shikhto V'hejot Kedarko, that for Tzarech it is a mutter for a hedjot to be a Kosei of Kedarko. V'lohi and the Sefer Achinuch reports that his Rebbe um, did not matir. And then explain why. And the Sefer Chinuch goes on and says, Because we find this extreme chumr in our Mishnah, that's even asr to be magia, a single os, so there's kanira, a special added measure of chumr that are born attached to Malachas Ksiva. And that's what our Mishnah reflects. Again, we don't need to be Machanesh as the Emek Bracha said a few this. But there's a special Chumrah that Rabbanan saw in Malachas Ksiva. Perhaps the reason is because normally Ksiva, at least professional Ksiva, involves a Maisa Uman. And therefore, Chazal didn't want to matter in any circumstance, even if the Hedrid's doing it. But whatever the case may be, the Sefer Chinuch is Muchach, that our Mishnah is a special, unique Chumrah, which goes above and beyond the normal Gedarim of Malachas Cholamoid. Therefore, it's hard to prove from our Mishnah any klolem about the Yisodos of Hilchas Cholamoid. The Mishnah says, Kosev Adam Tfilin Umezuzos Latzmo. That one is permitted to write Tfilin Mezuzos for his own use on Cholamoid. 
Rashi, uh, the Mefarashir, comments that La'atzno means L'kaim Zeh mitzvah for his own private mitzvah. But if he's planning to write it in order to have merchandise to sell, Chashiv Melacha. We now view his action as Melacha. And Rashi references the Gemara and Dafyid Beis that uh, also says that a Melacha, which would have otherwise been Mutter and Chalamoid, if one does it for pay, becomes Aser. It seems that the Sodan Rashi is that Malach and Chalamayid, the Heter and the Isser, is not only gauged as to whether the Tzarech is justified, if one is doing it for a mitzvah or doing it for Dabra Aved or for Tzarech Hamayid or for Tzarech Rabim, all the list of Eterim we're familiar with. But even if the Malacha is completely beseder on those grounds, the need for doing the Malacha is justified, but if one um, does it in order to make money and takes money for it, then it becomes the Lashon Rashi, is, it becomes Malacha. And this is best understood by the Rush in the second parak in Simantas, where he quotes there the Sugiya on Nafid Beis that discussed the um, Malacha that was done for pay. And there it becomes Asr only because of the money. And the Rush there writes, Afilu Malacha Mutaras Bemaid, once there's Kabbalah's Schar involved, Ka'uvda Dechol Damia. It takes on the character of the Dechol. And he quotes Argamar as well as another example of this. So the Rosh references Argamar as another example of this. And the Yisod in the Rosh in the Rosh seems to be that even though the Malacha itself on its own merits is Peseder, it's perfectly okay to be done a Cholamayid. But it takes on a whole new character. We see it in a whole new light when it's done for money. It's now no longer seen as a malacha which is done for the Tzarek HaMoyed or for the mitzvah or for the rabbim or whatever other excuse one might have to do it, which would be something which would match the malacha HaMoyed. But now it's seen as simply a money-making enterprise. And that's Uftadukho. That's Choldik. That's not something we want you doing on HaMoyed. Therefore, Taking schar for a malacha is changes the entire uh, nature of the act that one does from something which is something something done for the moed, something something done for the money, and something done for money is always going to be seen as uvdudachol. That's the sodi here lachora of our mishnah we see in our rashi and in the rush that uh, a malacha muteres and chalamoid when it's done for schar now uh, assumes the character of uvdudachol. Before we leave the sugi of ksiva and chalamoid. We would be remiss if uh, we didn't discuss the uh, debate that the Rishonim and Arasugya have regarding the permissibility of putting on tefillin on Cholamoid. This debate uh, revolves around that which our Mishnah said, that a person may write tefillin for himself on Cholamoid. Some Rishonim make reference to the fact that Tos is here in the Vermasal Rabbi Yossi, and the Meiri as well, other Rishonim, that um, the, fa- the simple reading of our Mishnah would seem to indicate that one is writing his uh, tefillin in order to uh, put them on a cholamayid. And uh, this would indicate uh, a riot to the shita that held that it is a mutter or a mitzvah to put on tefillin on a cholamayid. However, Tosis uh, defends the shita that holds that one may not put on tefillin on a from our Mishnah. And he suggests that the shitas in the Gemara, which uh, are quoted that held that one may do the ksiva on cholamayid, are the shitas of Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Meir. And they, Tosis holds, are lishitasam in this heter, because they held that even on Shabbos, if one chose, one would be permitted to put on tefillin, because they held Shabbos is man tefillin, and therefore Cholamayid would be treated no differently. 
that if one chose, he could put tefillin on a cholamayid. And certainly then, they held that a person would be allowed to be kosev the tefillin on cholamayid for the purpose of laying them on cholamayid itself. But according to the way we paskin, that Shabbos loves man tefillin, then they well, they may very well be that one would not be permitted to put tefillin on and cholamayid, and certainly not to write the tefillin on cholamayid. Alternatively, other Rishonim defend this shita that one does not put tefillin on a cholamayid from our Mishnah by saying that, in fact, the ksiva of the tefillin in the Mishnah is not for the purpose of laying the tefillin on a cholamayid, but actually for the purpose of having the tefillin ready to lay them after cholamayid. And if this is the case, we see a chiddush halach in the Mishnah that a mitzvah that is not necessary to be done on the moed, it's not tzarech moed for the mitzvah to be performed on the moed, still would matir mulacha to be done in assistance of and in preparation for that mitzvah. At the end of the day, Tosus quotes the machlokes between some of the Balei Tosvis and the Bahag as to whether it's Asr Mutter to put in Tosus mentions that the Svara for those who held that one does not put on Tvelachalamoid is that there is an Isra Malachalamoid with something which is not a Dabra Aved and the like. There's an Isra Malacha, and therefore, in that respect, it's comparable to uh, Shabbos and Yom Tif. And therefore, it's us um, uh, to put on Tvelachalamoid. Toz goes on and says, even if we'll say that because Malachas Chalamoid is only Durabonim, and Toz asks, if that's the case, how can we use the Isra Malacha as an excuse? For saying one that may not put on tefillin, if the homolacha, all Israel malacha rather, is only drabanan. Tos answers, One does not need to add it also tefillin if one is doing the mitzvahs. And that's what Hatos uh, defends the shita of the Bahaga that says one may not put on tefillin on cholamayid. Now it's worth noting that the fact that Tosis writes that when one eats matzah, that uh, suffices to serve as an os for the days of Cholomite Pesach, be a raya that tells us how that there's some form of kiyam mitzvah in eating matzah the remaining days of, of Pesach. Because if we will say that eating matzah after the first night is purely dvarashus, it's simply a technical issue, and one has no other bread to eat, and therefore if one wants to do the mitzvahs of Achilles uh, Pas on Shabbos and Yom Tif, or if one is interested in eating bread, then one needs to eat matzah, but the actual eating of matzah does not fulfill any mitzvah, and it's hard to believe that Achilles matzah would be considered an os. Rather, it's mashma in Tosfus that uh, eating matzah the rest of Yom Tov of Pesach is a kim of some kind of mitzvah, and uh, therefore we can constitute, it's still a chiddush, but at least then we can suggest that eating matzah constitutes an os on the rest of Pesach. I should add that I found later in the Sefer Maiserav from the uh, Vilna Gon, as well known the Vilna Gon was a big proponent of both of these shitos, both that one does not uh, lay tefillin on a and also the Gon is known as the big shita that holds that there's a mitzvah to eat matzah the entire seven days or eight days of Pesach. So in fact, there in the Maiserav, there is a hint to this raya, that one of the rayas that the Gon felt to the uh, shita that there is a mitzvah to eat uh Matzah, the entire days of Pesach, was from the fact that Achilles Matzah constitutes an os with regard to uh, not wearing tefillin on Pesach, and therefore it is muchach that there is a mitzvah to eat uh, matzah the entire yontiv of Pesach. In any event, that's the shita that holds that tefillin are also to be put on Cholamayid. Meir adds on another reason, because since there is a carbon musaf which is brought on Cholamayid, so therefore it is not proper to put tefillin on on that day. 
Tosa says that there are shitos that hold that Chomad is Chayv and Fulam. This is the day of most of the shitos of uh, the Chochmah Ashkenaz, like Sefer Truma, and the Rezeruah, many of those others. And this is what the Ramah as well reports in Simulam and Aleph is the Minig and Ashkenaz. And the Tosa here writes that because um, there is only a limited Isra Malacha, but many Malachas are Mutter and Cholamoid, therefore the Os was not strong enough, even if Simulintosis, even if Malachas Chalman is Daraisa, and therefore the Mitzvah Tfilin remained in its place. And the Shilter Giborim, here on the Rif in Arsigya, he writes that the Machlokes as to whether or not um, we put out Tfilin and Chalamoid, is it would be totally, and whether or not Malachas Chalamoid is uh, Asim and Daraisa or not. Tosis already made reference to this, as we mentioned, but that's what the Shilter Giborim says, that if we'll say that Malachas and Chalamoid is Asim and Daraisa, so then, one would not put on tefillin a cholamayd because he has it's a deraisa of a malacha which is comparable to shabbos yantuf and he has the os of this malacha. Whereas if we have the opinion that malachas cholamayd is only drabanon, therefore it is uh, would be proper to put on tefillin because one does not have the ikar os of an iser deraisa. There is somewhat of a mashmas to this such a malach in the trivas arashba as well. Now certainly we see uh, in this tosis in the meiri. Not like the Tliya of the Shiltigiborim, because they are defending the uh, Minog or the Shita that held that one may not put on Tfilin on Cholamoid, even if we are to assume, to assume that uh, Malachas Cholamoid is only Dirabanon for the reasons they offer, that there's another O, so there's a, there's a Karim Musaf. So we see that that side of the uh, Tliya of the, uh, the Shiltigiborim is not necessarily Muchach. And as well, we find the Rishon of the opposite. Uh, for example, we mentioned the Rosh Hashita is that um, people do put on Tfil and Cholamoid, despite the fact that the Rosh of the opinion that uh, Malach and Cholamoid is Daraisa. Now, in terms of what be- might be the Yisod of the Machlokas here between the Shilta Giborim and the Rashba on the one hand, and Tosis and the other Rishon on the other hand, I saw in the Miluim to the Tosis Rabbeinu Peretz and Ervin, Simon Mem Zayin, he suggests, based on the Ibn Ezra and Parshish Kisisa, Ibn Ezra brings a machlokas in himself and the Gon as to what exactly is the Os of Shabbos or the other Osios we have, which um, constitutes the Petur from Tefillin. Is the Os simply a external um, hacker, an external symbol that the person is shaykh to their Bono Shalom? And that's uh, what we see when someone doesn't do Malachan on Shabbos, or someone has a bris milah, he has an os which shows to the onlooker, to the person looking at him from the outside, to the observer, that he's someone special. Or no, is it an internal os that one has between himself and the Rebbe Shalom that he's miscastered to the Rebbe Shalom? And the Ezra, is Ezra's personal opinion, and he says that the os of Shabbos is that um, a person, when he doesn't do malacha, he's being made that Hashem, he knows in his mind that Hashem is uh, the Osama Sabratius and he was Shoveis on the Yom Hashvi. So if that's my focus, whether or not the Os is external or internal, it may be that Malachas uh, Cholamoid will be in Afkamina because to the on, to the onlooker, to the observer, since he sees people doing malacha and Cholamoid, at least Bedavar Ha'avid, so it's hard to say then that the Isra Malacha, even if it's Daraisa, will be an Os because the onlooker does see that the, uh, the people on Cholamoid do do malacha and therefore it might be, like the Rosh said, that even if Malachas Cholamoid is Daraisa, we still wouldn't say it would constitute enough of a uh, a justification for patching from tefillin. Whereas the Shilta Gibran might have held like the Ibn Ezra, that it's a more personal, um, individual connection with Yubron Shalom, that he knows that Yubron Shalom made today special, and therefore the Ibn Ezra, excuse me, the Shilta Gibran and the Rashba have the opinion that if Malachas Cholamite is in fact a rice, and that means Yubron Shalom told us to keep this day as a day which is special, that would be enough for us to say that there is an Os, and which in case one would be putter from tefillin. We should point out that the Shulchan Aruch as well is not Mashma like the Shulti Kibram and the Rashba, because the Pashtos, as uh, Rabbi Kiv Eger points out, at the beginning of Hilchas Cholamoid, 
the Shulchan Aruch along the length and breadth of Hilchas Cholamoid is master that he's of the opinion Lamaisa that Malachas Cholamoid is only Jabbanon, and yet the uh, Beis Yosef the Mechaber is quite uh, vehement in his opinion in Simulam and Aleph that uh, one may not put Tefillin on a Cholamoid. He brings up here the Zohar that Al Pi Kabbalah it is Davar Chamer Maod to put Tefillin on a Cholamoid. So again, we see that Lamaisa the Mechaber held despite the fact that Malachas Cholamoid is not Darais and only Jabbanon. Still, one does not put Tefillin on on Cholamoid. Starting with our mission here in Nafiyot Tesem and Aleph. For the last ten blot of Perak Vilmagalchin is the most concentrated area in Shas that discusses the Indian of Avelos. Now it is well known um, by way of introduction that there are those who are hesitant about learning Hilchas Avelos for fear that the learning of Avelos will bring the Indian of Avelos to be something which Chas Vashalom is Lamaisa for them. However, it is equally well known the words of the Sefer Chasidim in Simon Reish Samach Aleph. He writes that a person who sees that there are certain parts of Torah that no one learns, for example, Moed Katan, so then these parts of Torah become like a mes mitzvah. And a person can be mekabal schargadol keneged kola b'nei adam if he is osek in the learning of Moed Katan, just like someone who is osek in a mes mitzvah is mekabal schargadol. And the Sefer Hasidim writes that therefore one should attempt to try, in fact, to learn Moed Katan in order to um, show his avas Torah and to mekaim the the parts of Torah that those who are not uh, people are not so much being osikin. The Sefer Chasidim goes on and relates that there are some people who, because of the fear of the sakana that there is in learning Moed Katan, so they learn it, uh, but they're memaher velomedaktik. They learn it quickly and they're not uh, they don't delve into the nyanim. And interestingly, the Knesset Agdola, actually, in Hilchas Talmud Torah in Yeradea, actually brings this Sefer Chasidim Lahalacha, that a person should learn Moed Katan B'mehiras Bali Duktuk. But the Sefer Chasidim goes on and he says that someone who wants to learn it, then, that before he learns, that he undertakes the learning of the Yonah Mavelos and Moed Katan, he should dive into Hashem, that uh, no harm should befall him. So that's one Itza, that someone who is concerned about the uh, Sakana, can uh, dive into the Rav Shalom before he uh, begins his limud, and Mirza Hashem, he'll be saved from any harm. I saw also the Tshuva from the uh, Shevet Alevi, Rav Ozner Shlita. He was asked, should the Dafyomi learn Moed Katan, or should they skip it, because of the Nyanei Avelis, which are uh, included in it. And he writes, he references the Sefer Hasidim, that it's a mitzvah gedola, to learn Moed Katan, and Adarabah, we see how much the Rishonim with Toreach, the, well, the, the Arichas and the Ramban and the Rosh and the Mordechai and all the Rishonim who are Marech Ma'od and Arperek, with regard to Hilchas Avelis, it, it shows us very clearly that they were, um, didn't have any hesitations at all about learning the Nyonim of Avelis, and they learned the Be'iun Rav of Adikta Godol, and therefore certainly one should try as much as possible, even when learning the Dafayomi, to delve into the Nyonim and learn the Nyonim Be'iun. And that will follow that Mahalach, to try as much to learn the Nyonim of Avelis Be'iun, where it's Hashem, which should be a skula, that they should not become something which is Lamaisa for us. I did hear B'Shem Reval Yashiv that one who is concerned, he can give a Pruta to Tztaka before he learns, and that will save him from any Dovara that might um, come to him. Just a word on how we'll, in which time give the shiurim, we'll try as much as possible to focus on the sodos and the klolim that arise out of the sigils to flesh out all the nyanim of Avelos that we'll encounter, the nyanim of Aninos and Avelos, of Shiva, Shloshim, and Yudbeis Chodesh, all the Nihuga Avelos that we'll talk about, the Isser Talmud Torah, and of Tfilin for an Avel, Isser Malacha, Isser Yom Pesach Beisok, Fiyas Ameta, Nilas Hasandol, etc., 
We'll also discuss how Shabbos and Yom Tif interact with uh, Avelos and the Inyanim of Dvarim Shabbat Sinah, Dvarim Shabbat Ferhesia. We'll discuss the mitzvah of Kriya an Avel has, the Inyan of Shmua, the Sudas Havra that an Avel receives, the Inyan of Avelos for Nashim and for Ktanim. We'll also touch on one relevant, we'll compare and contrast Hilchas Tishabav with Hilchas Avelos. And one other interesting note there is about Hilchas Avelos is that the Inyan of Minhag is extremely important, as is well known, as to how um, Avelam or Noeg Lemaisa even more um, many times that what it says in the Shulchan Aruch, the, the minute can trump off in the halacha. And it's uh, whatever, wherever pertinent, we'll try to uh, highlight the minhagim and show, in fact, perhaps where their makaras are from in order to be mashlim, the integration of the halacha and the minhag together. The Tana of our Mishnah is of the opinion that unless the Avel has observed at least three days of the Shiva prior to the Regel, the Regel is unable to be mafsik his Avelis Shiva. Now, this is not the way we paskin. We paskin, as the Gemara relates in Nafchaf, like the Tana that held that that even if the Avel has only been knowing a little bit of time, uh, only a moment before the Regel, then the Regel can be mafsik the Avelos. But our Mishnah, our Tana held that three days are necessary. Now, where does the number of three days come from? So Tosvis in Divermaskal Shloshayamim and the Nemuki Yosef in our Mishnah make reference to a series of chumras the Gemara Nafchaf Aleph has in the first three days of Shiva. The Gemara there lists chumras with regard to the Isser of Tefillin for an Avel, with regard to the Isser of Sheila Shalom for an Avel, the Isser of Yitzhiyam and Pesach Beso, and Malacha. And hence, that is considered to be the most chumr form of uh, days of the Avelis. And Tosas Adzan, as well as the Gemara Nafchaf Zayin, tells us that uh, Gimel Abechi, that three days are necessary are, are given for the Avel and dedicated for the Avel to be Bocha upon the loss of his relative. And the Tana of our Mishnah reasoned that since these three days, both re- both with regard to some Havalachos and with regard to the Imei Habechi, are considered to be the most intense time of the Avelos, so therefore the Regal can stand up to the Avelos of these days. And if the Avel is still um, in the midst of this time period of the first three days, then the regal will fail to be mevat of the avelos, and will have to continue serving out the rest of the shiva after the regal is finished. Now the sasemes on the, the mishnah on this tana asks a, a question, which is really a simple question. He does the, the arithmetic really for us that we see in our mishnah that with regard to the relationship between shiva and shloshim, that the the avel needs to be, have begun the next stage of the avelos in order for the uh, regal to move the coming stage, and therefore the Mishnah tells us, according to the town of our Mishnah, that if the Avel has observed three days of the Shiva, then the regal is Mavatel the Shiva, and if the Avel has observed eight days of the Avelos, in other words, he's already begun one day of the Shloshim, then the regal has Mavatel the Shloshim. So we see that unless he's begun being Noeg before the days of the Shloshim, then he cannot already have uh, the privilege of having the regal be mevatel for him, the Avelis, and he has to serve out the rest of the Shloshim after the regal. Now, the Sassamus asks that if the town of our Mishnah seems to have this uh, special Chumrah in the first three days, to the extent that he holds that the Avelis cannot be Nidcha from the regal or by the regal if the Avel has yet to serve out the first three days, so it would seem, Bapashis, the Sassamus reasons, that the this town of holes that there are really three uh, stages of Avelis. There's the first three days. There's a special Chumrah 
of the Nihuge Shiva. Then you have another four days, which is serving out the rest of the Shiva, which is a grade B uh, level of the Shiva, which the Chumrah isn't as strong, and they're the regular Kalimavato. And then you have the rest of the Nihuge Shiva. Then the Shiva ends, and the Nihuge Shiva end with, end with the Shiva. And then you have the Nihuge Shloshim. So if that's the case, Asus SMS. In the case that the Mishnah does discuss, where the Avel was cover Mesa Shloshim of Neharegel, that the Mishnah tells us the Allah is Batla Hamenu Gzera Shiva. So why is that the case? If we are to look at the uh, con- the stages of the Avelos as three days and then four days and then the remainder of the Shloshim, so the same way when the person has yet to begun the Shloshim, so the he hasn't reached the eighth day before the Regal, so then the Regal fails to be about to look zero Shloshim. So why then when he even though he served out the first three days before the regal, but he hasn't yet begun the fourth day, why is it that the regal can be vato the entire Gzera Shiva? The Mishnah should have said that that the first three days, the Chumrah, the first three days, that's Batal. And now he has to serve out the rest of the four days of the Shiva after the regal, since he hasn't yet begun this second stage of the Shiva, of the Nihuki Shiva, that uh, are more cow during the final four days of the Shiva, so why does the regal have the ability to be Mavatel the entire Xerah Shiva? The Sasamis doesn't offer a clear answer for this question. However, it may be that uh, we can suggest that there does seem to be a different uh, distinction we can draw between the relationship that there is um, from the Xerah sh- Shloshim to the Xerah Shiva as opposed to the relationship of the Xeras uh, Shiva to the Xeras Shloshim. And that is that, as we'll see this more about in Amun Beis, the Iker Nihugim of Shloshim are comprised of the Iser Giyotz and Tispores, of the Iser for the Ovel to launder his clothing and to take a haircut. And even though this question is somewhat subject to the debate of the Rishonim, but by and large, those uh, Nihuki Shloshim really remain the same and constant and steady throughout the entire 30 days, whether or not the Ovel is in the middle of the Shiva or not. There is no real difference in the, again, this is subject somewhat to the uh, Malchus Rishonim, that's a long tosis in Afchav Gimel that discusses this with regard to Kibbutz. But uh, by and large, the Isurim of uh, Kiyotz and Tisporas remain the same for the whole 30 days. Um, and therefore, we can understand that um, the there's a clear distinction drawn between the Nihuge Shiva, which don't enter the uh, Tchum, don't enter the realm of the Nihuge Shloshim, and the Shloshim, which stands on its own from the Nihuge Shiva, as opposed to the Chumras that we have in the first three days of the Avelis, as opposed to the remaining four days of the Shiva. So many of them, if we really, the Gemara and Afchaf Aleph um, lays out many of these Chumras, many of these are simply the same Nihuge Avelis with an added Chumra. Nimur talks about the Isser of uh, Molochan and Ovel. So it says that an Ovel, who is an Oni, who um, receives Tzedakah and needs to work in order to make Parnassus, the first, for the first, first three days, he may not do Molocha. For the remaining four days, he may do it uh, privately. Um, whereas for everyone else, Molocha is Aser, all the seven days, and as well of some of the other Nihukim as well. It's simply a Chumrah, an added Chumrah, an added dimension of uh, stringency that we find in the same Nihukavelas that re- relates to the first three days, even with regard to Tfilin, that the Iker Iser of Tfilin, to be Menech the Tfilin, is only regards, regards to the first day, the second day, we'll see more in the Sigyan Chafalif. But even there, according to some Tanoim, there is an Afkamina of Chalitza's Tfilin um, for the entire days of the Shiva. So, by and large, most of the uh, Chumras that we find in the first three days relate to things that really. Uh, 
constitute mihuge avelis of the entire shiva. It's just that there's different levels of chumra that Chazal gave for the first three days, uh, as opposed to the final four days of the shiva. Since that's the case, perhaps that, that could be the answer to the Sasemis' question. That until a person has be, finished the entire seven days and gone on to the um, beginning of the Shloshim, so he hasn't really um, left the, enti- the, the um, behavior of the uh, Shiva and begun the behavior of the Shloshim. As opposed to the difference between the first three days and the last four days, he's already in the midst of the behavior. He's already started the Isra Malacha, or he started the Isra Tfilin, or he started the Isra Tzia, Pesach Beso, etc. All the list of things that Maran Chafalaf, um makes. But he simply only served out the more Chomer aspect of the of that of that Neog. But since he's already begun the Neog, he's already involved in and the Asik in the Isra Malacha or the Isra Tfilin, etc. So then it's considered as if he has started somewhat. He has already been Pogea somewhat in the Neog Avelis. And when the regal comes, it can be Mavata the remaining days for which that Neog Avelis applies. And therefore, when the Mishnah said that if he was Kover Meso Gimel Yom of Neheregel, it's without the men of the entire Xerah Shiva. That's because he really has already begun the Xerah Shiva during the first three days. It's just that the first three days have a more Hummer version of the Nihuge Shiva. Whereas when a person is only covered Mesa less than eight days before the regal, so he's not really begun the isolated Nihuge Shloshim that will only come on day eight. And therefore, regal can only be Mavatel the Nihuge Shiva, but not the Nihuge Shloshim. Now, this question that the Sasamist raised and the explanation we offered for an answer to his question as to how we conceive of the relationship between Shiva and Shloshim, as opposed to the way we conceive of the relationship between the first three days and the last four days, according to the Tanah of our Mishnah, really opens up one of the major questions in our sugya and leads us to ponder exactly the nature of how the Xeris Shloshim is constituted. And that's what we'll see now. We'll discuss now Barichos in the Rishonim of our sugya. One of the basic problems in this entire first Mishnah and first Sigya, which talks about how Regel is Mavatal Avelis, is that the Mishnah is clear that the Regel, if the person is still in the middle of the Shiva, is unable to be Mavatal the Xeroshloshim. Only once the person has completed the Avelis, completed the Shiva, and has already begun the days of the Shloshim, where the only Nihuge Avelis that are incumbent upon him are the Nihuge Shloshim, only then does the Regal have the ability to be Mavatal the Shloshim. But if the person is still in the middle of the Shiva, then the Regal cannot be Mavatal the Shloshim. And the question beckons to be asked, why is this? Hare, the Nihugim of Shloshim, as we mentioned, the Nihugim of Giyot Vidisporas, are certainly Noheg already during the Shiva. And so, in essence, the person has already begun being Noheg, the Nihugim of Shloshim. And since the claw of the Mishnah seems to be that whatever Avelos the Regal finds the person being Noeg, the Regal does away with that Avelos. So why is it then that the Regal cannot be Mavatel the Shloshim? Now, it would appear this question um, might be totally on Amachlokas in the Rishonim and in the Tosis that we'll see in the Sigurs and Amun Beis. Tosis and Amun Beis in the Vermaschal Asya, Kosamachlokas between Tosis Rabbeinu Yomtif and Tosis Harav. As to the following question, an argumara paskins that we hold like Abishol that holds mixes a yom kikulo, that once a person has begun the avelus of the seventh day, then already it's considered as if he's completed the shiva and begun the shloshim, and therefore in essence day number seven is ola for both a day of shiva 
and the day of Shloshim. The question that Tosas deals with is, to what extent is this true? That which we say, that day number seven counts as a day of Shiva, and then as a day of Shloshim, once the person has completed the Shiva after the morning, after Mixer Salem has already passed, does this mean that it's already as if he has been Noheg day number eight, and he's therefore, in essence, been Marviach, he's earned another day of the Shloshim through the day number seven. In other words, do we see number de- day, day number seven is split into two? The first part of the day is day number seven, the completion of the Shiva. The second part of the day, when the only Nihugim which are incumbent upon the Avel are the Nihugi Shloshim, that's like day number eight, the day following the Shiva, which is number eight. And if that's the case, if we do the math, if we count day number seven, the second half of day number seven, as if it's day number eight, so then in essence we end up that the Avil only needs to keep a total of 29 days in the Shloshim because the um, day number seven accounted for two days, in essence, for seven and eight. And therefore, at the end of the Shloshim, he'll have already considered to have been uh, Nohag 30 full days once he's completed day number 29. So this is the subject of Machlokas and Tosavus. Tosavus quotes Rabbeinu Yom Tov, who held that mixes Yom Kekulo, that the seventh day is Ola Lakano Lakano, literally means it counts for two days, and it's as if he was Noheg day number eight of the Shloshim, and therefore, in essence, he only needs to keep 29 days of the Shloshim, whereas Tosavus Arav held not like this. And it's also Mavur in the Ritva that this is the case, that we do not, we do not say that mixes Yom Kekulo will allow the Avil to keep the day number seven, as also day number eight, and therefore only keep 29 days of the Shloshim. And as well, the uh, Pirish Harash in Nazir, and Daftes Vav, seems to have two tzadim relating this question as well. Now, obviously, we need to understand the Shita of Rabbeinu Yom Tif. He seems to say, very B'chidosh, that we can, when Rabbi Shal says, Yom Shvi Ol Lakan it doesn't just mean that he completes the shiva early, but it literally means that he gets another day. How can it be then that the shloshim is essentially only 29 days and not 30 full days? So I saw Shlomo Zaman Orbach in the Sefer Shulchan Shlomo raises this question. How do we understand the shita of Rabbeinu Yom Tif, this tzad, and we showed him that all the lakan, lakan would mean that the person is able to count day number seven as both day number seven and number eight. And he answers this question together with an answer to the first question that we posed as to why the regal is unable to mevatel the Xer Shloshim until the person has completed the Shiva. And he says that it would seem that Rinyantav held that the way we conceive of Xer Shloshim is not 30 uniform days, but really it's broken up into two segments. It's really broken up into a Nihugim of Shiva and then a Nihugim of Chav Gimel, 7 and then 23, that the Nihuge Shloshim that a person needs to keep during the Shiva aren't really Machmas the Shloshim. They're really Machmas the Shiva. The Shiva itself also is Mechaev the Avel to keep the Nihugim, which happen to continue after seven days for another 23 days, and hence they're called Asacha Kola, some total of 30 days of Nihuge Shloshim. But in essence, they're really two separate Mechaevim. There's the Mechaev of Shiva, which makes it that the person has to have an Isser Gitz with Disparus for seven days. There's a separate Chaev of Chav Gimel, of 23 extra days, that the person has to serve out the end of the um, Shloshim and the Nihugim of Giyot Svitis If that's the case, you understand the answer to these two questions. First of all, how is it that day number seven can count for both seven and eight? The answer is because essentially a person is beginning a new type of Avelis on day number seven. He's beginning the Avelis of Shiva, of Shloshim. And this Shloshim, which is really only 23 days, begins right away. As soon as the Shiva ends, now this 23-day period of Avelis begins. Since it begins today, so we'll say that today is the first day, even though essentially he ends up with only 29 
total days. But since day number seven, he completed the Shiva and he's already able to begin the 23 day period right away as soon as the Shiva is over. So it doesn't matter that today happened to be day number seven of the Avelis Lamaisa. The new Avelis can begin in the middle of the day as well, just like when a person is Kovar Mesa in the middle of the day. So that day counts for an entire day of Shiva. Similarly, when a person begins the 23 day period of the Shloshim, of the Gitz of Disparis, that's post Shiva, he begins it in the middle of the day after Mixem Kakulo. So that counts as a full day. And therefore, the 23 extra days will essentially only end on day 29. This is also the answer Shlomo Zaman suggests as to why is it that the regal is not mevatel, uh the Shloshim unless the person has completed the Shiva. Because in essence, if you think about it, if we conceive of the Shloshim as not a 30 a uniform period of 30 days of Avelis, but really two separate segments, a segment of seven days, that's Mechaev, Iser Gitz of Disparis, and on another segment of an Iser that is not accompanied with other Nehuke Shiva, but only an Iser of Gitz of Disparis, so then, essentially, he hasn't begun that second segment when he's still holding the first seven days. So then it's obvious why the Ovel, why the Regal, excuse me, is unable to be Mevatel, the uh, 23-day period, because he hasn't begun it yet. When he's in the Shiva, he's no egg now Shiva, and Shiva has within it a din of Iser Gitz of Disparis. Only after he completes the Shiva and begins the uh, Nehugim of the 23 days, only then is he considered to have started the new segment of Avelis. Only then can Regal be Mevatel that part of the Avelis, as we find in the Mishnah, that only the Avelis that the person is misasik in, that he's currently engaged in, does Regal have the ability to be Mevatel. That's a, perhaps a pshat, according to Rebbe However, according to the other Shittas in the Rishonim that said that the day of uh, day number seven of Abishal of Ola Khan Khan doesn't mean that it's literally a new day, that it, it just means that it can count for both a day of Shiva, and he also goes into the day of Shloshim after Mixim Kukula, but it doesn't literally mean it's Kilo, he's counted the eighth day and he only needs to do another 22 days. And certainly he needs to do another 23 days afterwards. So then it's more likely that the day, the Desman of Shloshim is one uniform 30 day period. And that's also the Pasha to the Gemara, because the Gemara, um, brings him a core for, uh, the 30 days for Shloshim from Nazir, from the Pasik of, um, Roshechem Altifro, which is said about, uh, about, uh, Belus, and Gemara learns out Pera Pera from Nazir, just like in Nazir's 30 days, as, uh, the Gemara brings, uh, Gematria from the word Iya. Similarly, the Isser of, uh, Tisparas is for 30 days for an Avel. So it would seem from there that it's a one, uh, unified, uniform, uh, segment of time, Perak of Zman, of 30 full days, and not two different segments of seven and then 23. Shlozama suggests, according to uh, the other Rishonim, uh, it could be there is a Shita in the Rishonim, the Ravid Shita, that the Rush and others quote that the um, Zman of Shloshim is actually Daraisa because the Gemara here has Psukim to um, illustrate the Isser of uh, Priyas Arosh, the Isser of uh, Tisparis for an Avel. So we say that the Zman of Shloshim is Daraisa. Shlozama suggests it could be that, according to the Shitos, the, what actually happens when the Avel bumps into the uh, Avelis, excuse me, when the Regal bumps into the Avelis during the Shiva, that it's actually Ismavato, the Shloshim Midaraisa. But the Rabbanon said that uh, it's unable to be Mavatel, the, um, the entire Shloshim, only the Shiva, which the person is currently engaged in. And the truth is, I found in the Me'iri, in Brochus, and Zayn, he raises this question explicitly that we raise, why is it that the uh, Regal is unable to Mavatel the Shloshim when the person is in the middle of the Shiva? He asks, I read, the person is already being Noheg, the Isser Gitz with Dispares, which is the Nihuge Shloshim. So why is it true then that he's not already in the middle of the Shloshim, that we should say the Regal has the ability to Mavatel the Avelis that he's engaged in? And the mere answer is a, a, a short line. He says, 
that the way a uh, regal involves itself with Avelis is that it can only be mafkia one type of Avelis, but the second chiyuvim Avelis, the second stage of Avelis, the regal doesn't have the ability to be mavato. If we say, and the Biri is master this way, in fact, that we're going in the shita that Shloshim is Daraisa, this is much easier to understand. In other words, Midaraisa, it actually, the regal actually takes care of all of the Avelis. Rabbanon said that Taratilo mafkia that we're only going to give Regal the ability, the, the strength, to be mevatel, one type of Avelis, to be mevatel, two stages of Avelis, which are mutual novel, that we don't say, we only say the actual Avelis that the person is engaged in, which is in the case in our Mishnah, the case of the, the Avelis of the Shiva, only that the Regal can be mevatel, but to be mevatel, a secondary uh, Avelis, even though the person technically is being noge right now, but since it'll, something which will last for beyond the time that he's in right now, we don't say the Regal has the ability to mevatel the Shloshim. There is another place in the Hemshech HaSigya which might reflect the same Achlokas Rishonim. The Gemara here, towards the bottom, raises the Shiloh. What's the halacha if the person is kover, his mace, during the Shloshim? Do we say that the Yemei Regal, the Yemei HaChalamoid, and the balance of the Regal after the Kfura, are Ola to the minion of Shloshim? We'll see later in the Perek, Achlokas and Rishonim, what the uh, avails a person needs to keep in such a case is that he has to keep Dvaran Shabbat Sinah or not. Tosas already makes reference to this in the Ramaslav below. We'll see more about this issue on Dafchav Gimel, Mir Tzashem, the question of whether or not Beregel is a, an Isra Dvaran Shabbat Sinah or not, Amachlokas and Rishonim. But in any event, the Gemara here wants to know whether or not in a case where a person is Kovar Mesa Beregel, do the uh, balance of the Yemei HaRegel count for Shloshim or not. Tosas and Nivermasal Kavru comments that really the Gemara didn't have to ask in this case. The Gemara also could have asked in a case where a person is Kovar Meso um, a certain number of days below, before the Regal. And it, this is in a, in, a, in a way in which the Regal is Mavato the Shiva, but not Mavato the Shloshim. In that case, the question is, is the Regal Mavatel, excuse me, is the Regal Ola for the days of Shloshim or not? The Gemara could have asked in such a case. Now, many return to argue with Tosas, the Ritva, and the Shita Rabbeinu Yechil in Paris argue with us explicitly, and the Ramadan's master this way as well, that no, that was Pasha to the Gemara, then in the case where the person was already knowing some Avelos, the Avelos of Shiva, prior to the Regal, and then the Regal comes along. So even though, as we see in our Mishnah, the Regal doesn't have the ability to be Mavato the Shloshim, but that was clear to the Gemara, that the Regal is Ola for the minion of Shloshim. The Gemara's only question was in this case that the, of cover Mesa Biregel, that in the middle of the Regal, the person uh, does the Kfura, in which case he doesn't start any Avelis whatsoever, at least not the Ikra Avelis, until after the Regal finishes. Then the Gemara was Mesopic whether or not the days of the Regal camp for Shloshim or not. But in the case of the person who was cover Mesa before the Regal, and he's already was knowing Avelis Kimura prior to the Regal, and the Avelis was uh, regal was in Mavata the Shiva. So even though the Regal can't be Mavata the Shloshim, as we explained, but the Regal certainly is all of the Shloshim. So that's my Chogas and Rishonim that we have between Tosavis and the, against the Ritva and the Shito Tamini Echinimi Paris. Now again, we have to understand Tosavis, the Rishonim is saying a very good time. Why would it be that the, uh, the Tzad, what's the Tzad that Tosavis has? That the regal should not be olam in shloshim if the person has already begun avelus. So it could be that it's the same achlokas that we find al pir shalom that we found earlier between Rabbi Yomtif and the Tosus Arav. In other words, if we conceive of the shloshim as a, a, a double pronged uh, segment of avelus, is 
there's the aspect, there's the, there's the, there's the uh, component of the Avelas, which is the Shiva, and then there's the component of the Shloshim, which is really only 23 days that, that, comes, that comes later. And I understand what Tosa says very well. In essence, even though the person has already begun Avelas, when he is Kovar Meso before the Regal, and he's being Noek Shiva, and now the Regal comes in the Vata of the Shiva, but in essence, he hasn't begun Shloshim whatsoever. If we conceive of Shloshim as really being only a 20-day, day, 23-day period that comes following the Shiva, so when he's only been misnaig the Shiva prior to the regal in essence he has not begun the um the 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 pristine nihug of shloshim until after the shiva is over and since in this case the, the regal is vavato the shiva and he has yet to begin the shloshim before the regal starts so it's as if he's cover mesa beregal the same question the Gemara has whether cover mesa beregal and he hasn't begun shloshim whatsoever whether the days of the regal are ola lamina shloshim or not we can ask in a case where comes cover mesa before the regal where he hasn't begun the shloshim as well but the ritzval the understood hard the way we explained that this amount of shloshim is one uniform period it's not con- con- uh, composed of a seven-day period and then a 20-day period. So he said, very good, that there's, there's no comparison between the case where a person is covered may be regular, where he hasn't begun any availus, and there the more is misupic, whether or not the days of the regal are ola l'shloshim or not, as opposed to a case where he's covered may before regal. And in fact, the lushan of, of the Ritva bears out what we're suggesting, that he's l'shitase, that he understands that in essence, the person has already begun the availus of shloshim his lashon is v'taim de milsa hol kvar chalalov avelus shloshim bichlal avelus shiva hu noeg avelus shloshim beregel. In other words, since when the person began his Avelis, when he's Kovar Mesa before the Regal, he already began the Avelis of Shiva. And Nichlal and the Avelis of Shiva is the Avelis of Shloshim because he's already begun the Nihugim of Isser Gitz with Tisporis. So then it's obvious a person is already in the middle of Shloshim, that the uh, Shloshim continue. There's no reason to say that the Regal should not be Olam in Shloshim. The only Shalom the Gemara was where he was Kovar Meso before the Regal, uh, during the Regal, in which case he hadn't yet begun any full Avelis whatsoever. And then the Gemara is not sure whether or not the days of the Shiva of the the regular account for the Shloshim Runa. So again, we have, uh, to, to summarize what we've seen in the Sugi here, is that there's a basic question. Why is it that the regal is in the Vata of the Shloshim when a person is in the uh, finds himself in the midst of the Shiva when the regal comes along? Harei Lamaisa, he's started started off already the Nihukim of the Shloshim, Toch Kedei the Shiva. So we said, Lachari is totally on the Machlokes and Tosvis and in the Rishonim. Tosvis brings the Machlokes whether or not the uh, Day number seven can count for day number eight as well. And Hashem Zaman explained the sort of the Machlokah says whether or not we conceive of Shloshim as being comprised of two segments, a segment of seven days and then a segment of 23 days. In which case, if a person is in the middle of the seven, he hasn't yet begun the 23. And therefore, we understand why the regal isn't Mavatel, the uh, extra 23 days, which he has yet to begin. And the other Hashem held that really it's one uniform, seamless time of 30 full days. And there we explained up here the Meiri and Brachas that that which the um, regal fails in Mavatel Shloshim uh, when it's a person is in the middle of the shiva is because uh, regal is only mavatol chada, not tarte. And as well, we said the same machlokas might be the pshat and the machlokas we shown. And when the gemara asks the question of cover mesa regal, whether the regal is older the shloshim or not, the same machlokas as to whether the gemara could have asked is that question and the person's cover mesa before regal and the regal is mavatol shiva and not shloshim. Are the regal the days of the regal older a minion shloshim? The same machlokas might be the tosis that held the gemara could have asked that child as well. He's going to see the shittas rabbi yomtiv that conceives of the 
Shloshim has been comprised of seven and then 23 days, whereas the Ritva and the Shita and other Rishonim who said that the Gemara couldn't have asked that Shalom, that was Pashtun the Gemara, that the person who was ready in Misnag Shloshim beforehand, that's because they conceived of Shloshim as one seamless period of 30 full days of Nihuki Shloshim, and therefore it's certainly in the case where the person who was Kovar Mesa before the Ragel had already begun the Nihuki Shloshim. The Gemara therefore only asked this question in the case where the person who was Kovar Mesa Betocha Ragel that he hadn't begun the Nihuki Shloshim. In the aforementioned Bay of the Gemara, as to whether in someone who is Kovar Mesa Beregel, the Ragel is Ola Shloshim, the Lashon of the Gemara is, that it's obvious that the days of the regal in that instance will not be Ola Shiva because one is not knowing the Nihugim of Shiva during the regal, and that's what our Mishnah told us that regal is not Ola Shiva. But rather, the Gemara Shalom is only regarding Shloshim, because the mitzvahs of Shloshim are misnag on the regal. And the Rishonim debate what exactly is the Kavanah of this line of the Gemara. The Ramban and the Ran say Lachar, what the more posture reading of the Gemara would be, is that all, the entire body of the uh, Nihuge Shloshim, all of them are noheg on uh, the Regal, and this includes not only the Isser of Giyot and Tisporas that we mentioned earlier, but also going to a, a Sutas Mareyos, we'll see later in the Gemara, Nafchot Beis mentions this is one of the Nihuge Shloshim, and it includes not only laundering clothing, but also wearing um, cleaned clothing, which is also one of the uh, Nihugi of Shloshim. And the Ramban uh, Paskins, based on this Gemara, that in fact, whenever someone is being misnaheg Shloshim during the Regal, at least in the case when he's covered Mesa Regal, then he must keep the, all of these in Nihugi Shloshim and he may not um, engage in any of the, um, the Inyana which Shloshim asers. And the Ramban there has a line that if you're going to tell me that Mitzvah Shloshim only refers to Giyotz only refers to those in Yehugim and not the other ones. It'll come out that the Avel is allowed to go to a Simcha, go to a Sudas Mareas during the Shloshim, even though in this instance where he's covering a Regal, he's actually being Misnachim um, during the Regal, as the later on tells us that um, when in an instance when a person is covering a Regal, people come and Menachem him during the Regal. As Ramadan says, how could it be that at the same, same time he's going to Sudas of Simcha? And yet, people are coming to be Menachemim. So that's the Shita of the Ramban, that when the Gemara says, the Kanaga Mitzvah Shloshim Beregel, it includes all of the Nihugim. However, the Rush in the Simen Chavches, quote is quoted by the Tur in Simen Shin Tess, is Muchach, not like the Ramban, that he holds that when the Gemara says, the Kanaga Mitzvah Shloshim Beregel, it actually does not mean that the Nihugi Avelis of Shloshim are Noheg Machmas Avelis during the Regal, but rather, since there is some overlap, between the Surim that Cholomoid places on all people and Nihuge uh, Avelos, and namely those are, as we mentioned before, the Isser of Tispores, as we saw at the beginning of our parak, and the Isser of Gihutz, of doing uh, laundry. So then, that's the command of the Gemara, that because anyway the Avel is misnahig, some of the mitzvahs Shloshim, some of the mitzvahs Avelos, Machmas, the Moed, so therefore the Gemara's mistopic, maybe then the days of the regal should be Ola El Shloshim. And this sheet is also Meduyak, in the Mefarish here, because the Mefarish in Diver Maschal de Hanaga writes, the Beregel Nami Oser Begiets Uvitispores Kishloshim. So the Mashmas of the, the Mefarish is that we find similar and overlapping Isurim on the Regal, in other words, on Cholamoid, similar to what we find in Shloshim, that there's an Isur of Giyats and Tispores, and the Orzerua already in Simon Tafalamid Beis, Medaik, the Dvarim here of Rashi. He says that Rashi holds that the only Nihugim of Shloshim, which are Noeg on the Regal, in this instance of the Gemara of Kovah Mesim Regal, are the Nihugim of Giet and Tispores, which are anyway Noeg Machmas Cholamoit, but the other Nihugim of Shloshim are not Noeg. And it's also before this way in the Bahag and the Nishultos and other Rishonim, 
that they hold like this diuk in uh, the Mefarish, and like the Shittas Harosh, that when the Gemara said the Kanaga Mitzvah Shloshim Meregel, it doesn't mean all of the, the Nihugim Shloshim, as the Raman had held, but rather it only means the Nihugim, which anyway all people are being noig, Machmas Cholamoid, which also overlap with the Nihuga Velas, and that is the Isrim of Tisparis and Gihuts. Now the Raman points out there's a big nafkamina between what he said and what the uh, other Rishonim said, because if we will say that it's only the things which are Asr Machmas Regal, but not the things which are Asr Machmas Avelos, so even within the Isr Giyats, there's a tremendous nafkamina. Because Machmas Cholamite, a person is, is allowed to wear cleanly, freshly laundered clothes. There's no problem with Chalal to wear Begadim Migu Hatsim. The problem is to do the Maisa Giyats. Whereas with regard to an Avel, the Iker Isr is to do to, to wear the, the Begadim Migu Hatsim. More later on in Dafchav Gimel, we're trying to discuss whether there's also an issue of being, uh, Megahites to be Meniach, but for sure the Iker Isser on the, of the, uh, Nihugish Loshim is to wear Begadim Migu Hatsim. So Rabban points out, this is a shtickle inconsistency in the other Rishonim, if we will say that the Nihugim of Shloshim, the Gemara really means the Nihugim of the, uh, the Regal. So in essence, the Iker Nihug of Gihutz, which is the wearing of the Begadim Migohatsim for the other, we don't have, because certainly that's what you're in right? Rather, we have this, uh, secondary issue, secondary issue of doing the Gihutz, and that's why the Raman rejects this position, he said, because this is not what the Iker Isser Shloshim is. The Iker Isser Shloshim is for the other to wear the Begadim Migohatsim and not to do the Gihutz, whereas in Chalamoid, the Isser is to do the Gihutz and not to wear the Begadim Migohatsim. But in any event, that's what the, um, these other Rishonim are of the opinion. There is a, a simple nafkamina between the Ramban and the, the Rosh would be what's Allah of someone who has a heter to take a haircut or do a laundry on Chalamite, someone who's come, comes from Dinisayam or gets out of jail. All the, the, um, exceptions we saw at the beginning of our Perek will feel the Rosh since the only Mechaev here on the regular is not the Shloshim, it's not the Avelis, but only Machmas Chalamite. So even if such a person was also an Avel, he would have a heter to do uh, the Giyats and Tisparas. Whereas Raman speaks out clearly, this is not the case, since he's of the opinion that the Shloshim itself is Mechai of the Zisurim, so even if a person would have a Hetar, would have an exception on the grounds of Cholamoid, but since the Abelis itself would be Mechai of him not to have the Tisparas, it wouldn't matter, he would still um, be bound by the Zisurim of Avelis not to be Mestapeh. Now, even though in the Loshan of the Gemara, the Ramban would seem to be the simpler reading to the Gemara, as opposed to the Rosh, who has to say, when the Gemara says, the Kanoga Mitzvah Shloshim irregular, it means that some of the mitzvah shloshim are noeg machmas cholamoid, but that's only regard to the loshim. In terms of the havana of the gemara, the rush is much simpler to understand because the gemara here is mistapik. What's the halacha if a person can be um, can use the days of the regal to be olam in shloshim since he is in fact knowing the mitzvah shloshim the regal? So bishlam lefi the rush we understand that since the person is not really being noeg the mitzvah shloshim, he's being noeg some of the. Nihugam of Shloshim anyway, not Machmas Havelos, but Machmas Cholamoid. And that was more subject that because a person is, happens to be anyway being a snag in these, some of these rooms, Shloshim Machmas Cholamoid, is that enough to say that the days are all the Shloshim or not? That we understand that Sodom and the Gemara. But according to Ramban, that there's full of Velas of Shloshim, at least in this instance, that a person has to keep in, the entire body of the Nihugam Shloshim, including not only Gertz with the Spurs, but also the Isra Simcha and the Isra of Wearing the Godam Mikhotzim, etc., as you mentioned earlier. So then what was more subject? Certainly, Lechara, it's Pashat, that a person should be able to use these days as days which are all the main shloshim. And the second kasha that can be raised in the Ramban is Lechora, inasmuch as more later on as Mavur, that a Vestra for Hesia is Asr on Chalamaid, uh, why is it that this Nihugim, which is beyond what all people do, is, does not constitute a Vestra for Hesia? Bishlam, Lafi the Rosh, 
that the Nihugim are only things that everyone does, no one takes Eregat HaChalamoid, and no one does Lanshir HaChalamoid, so then the person doesn't stand out as an Avel when he fails to do these things. But if either Amban, that the person is, um, in fact, doing beyond that, he's doing the Nihugim Avelis as well, why does it not constitute Avelis for Hesia to Asra, just like we asked for the Nihugim Shiva? So the Rahman addresses the second question explicitly. He writes, Since the things that are prohibited for him to do are simply things that he does not do, he desists from going to simchas, he desists from wearing certain types of begodim or from cutting his, his uh, nails, other nihukish loshim. Rahman says this is not an obvious uh, form of avelus that would constitute avelus preferesia. The Rahman is mash, but only doing something proactive like fiesamita or tifis arosh, things we'll see later on in the Gemara, which are obvious signs of avelus that are done in a proactive way, that according to Rahman constitutes avelus preferesia. But simply not to do things, what he calls mitzvahs losa, say, so those things do not cancel Avelis Rufresia, and even if it, can, it is somewhat noticeable or one can discern that the person isn't wearing clean clothes, nonetheless, because the etzim nihug is not something which is active, but something which is passive, Rahman holds it does not constitute Avelis Rufresia. With regard to the first question, why is it that the Gemara had a suffix b'chal? It's whether the days are older the shloshim, so Rahman is not explicit. And maybe the Rahman holds for the very same reason that we just spoke as, as to why the um, these Nihukin don't constitute Avelis Rufresia. It also might be that the Gemara is mistopic, whether it's, the, it's older for the uh, shloshim. In other words, Rahman understands that only Avelis, which is the spitz, which is obvious, and blatant um, form of being misabel, those nihugim are going to help us say that the day is knowing is a day of uh, shloshim. But where machmas the day, the person may only do the mitzvahs, say, may only do the things which he desists from doing, but he doesn't have to do the active forms of avelis. So the Gemara was mistopic whether or not the day can be ola the shloshim. We have to work this out still with the sugi of Shabbos, because Shabbos certainly is ola the shiv shloshim, even though avelis refreshia is also in those days. Ritz Hashem, we'll see more about that in sugi and Afchaf with regard to the question of a shmua on Shabbos. But in any event, that's a shit of the Ramban, that Nihugim are fully knowing, Nihugi Shloshim are fully knowing on the regular for every Avel. And yet, the Gemara was still mistopic as to whether or not the, um, the fact that he's not being misnaheg as an Avel in the full sense, in the sense of something which is Mepharsim's Avel, like the Nihugi Shiva, whether or not the Nihugi Shloshim will make it that the day is Ola the Shloshim. And in Mirza Hashem, we learned off Chavdalad, we'll revisit again this Machlokas, the Rosh and the Ramban, and work out a little bit more in the city over there, um, the applications of how, whether or not the uh, Nehugi Shloshim on the regular, Noeg fully or only, Machmas the regular, Machmas Cholamon, as the Rosh had held, um, has an Afkamina for how Avelis is Mavsik in the regal. You have been listening to the Shiurim of Shas Illuminated. Shas Illuminated is a non-profit organization dedicated to broadening the learning of those studying the Daf worldwide. If you would like to make a donation or to dedicate a Daf or Masechta, please visit our website at shasilluminated.org or call 203-312-SHAS. You can also email us at shasilluminated at gmail.com.